0: Hi, good morning and welcome to another episode of Ask Ellie, Intuitive Insights and Your Questions Answered. Well, today is an exciting day for many reasons and we'll get into that in a few minutes. You know, the groundhog saw his shadow. Anyway, we'll circle back to that. My name is Ellie Molina, i am your hostess i'm an intuitive if you're joining us for the first time welcome 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 i'm an intuitive i'm psychic and an author consultant and educator and the creator of the psy kids academy which is a magical place where children and adults can learn to tap into their inner magic while raising their consciousness to learn more about Sci Kids and my online program, head on over to my website, www.ellymolina.com, and look for the Sci Kids tab. You can download your free 16-page guide there titled, What If? Six Ways to Help Your Child Tap Their Inner Magic. And there's an online course, and you can also join us each month live in the midnight portal that is available. Uh, In the site also, when you go in and you take a look at my online courses and offerings, you will see I also have a free online offering. If you follow the links into Ellie Molina, SciKids, Thinkific, you'll see I have a free offering called Emotional Alchemy. These are steps that one really needs to pay attention to if you are learning and wanting to take your life and your level your business to the next level it's all about emotional intelligence combined with spirituality and the steps that that happen to us through the subconscious When we're going to the next level, it's quite interesting. And again, with that knowledge, we can work our businesses and we can work our projects so that we will succeed and not succumb to the old failure. It's not working. Why is this happening to me syndrome? So this morning, I'd like to welcome all of our guests that are live. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for being here today and uh, we're going to be talking about astrology. Only before we get into astrology, I do want to talk about Puckstahani Phil, the, (laughs) I was going to call him the gerbil, (laughs) the groundhog that saw his shadow today. So it looks as if, it looks as if Phil saw his shadow this morning in Puckstahawney, Pennsylvania, and today is Groundhog Day 2022. So Phil says we are having six more weeks of winter here um, in I guess on the East Coast, I guess in the Northwest. I don't know if that applies to anywhere else, but we've got Groundhog Day. So we've got six more weeks of winter showing up over here and let's go see if Phil's gonna be right. We'll mark our calendars and check it out. Usually um, winter does last another six weeks. So uh, good for Phil that he called that. All right, now, today is two 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 2 All right, in the world of numerology, what does that mean? Well, depending on what you want it to mean, it could mean something or it can mean nothing. Kind of in a funny mood today, as you can tell. However, for those people who really do place a high value on numerology, know that according to Chaldean numerology, and in my personal opinion, Chaldean numerology is the only way you want to go. So according to to the ancient Chaldean texts in numerology, we know that two plus two plus two, two, two equals a 10. And the number, the compound number 10 refers to Isis and Osiris. It is also known in the tarot deck as the wheel of fortune. Now this number is the number of good or evil, the number of rise or fall depending on the actions one takes there's no middle ground on this number there's light and love it can be very fortunate when used for power over force for discipline over dominion there's honor faith and self-confidence with this number when the bearer of the number 10 understands the karmic principles so How does that work for today? Well, translated, it means that whatever you're going to be undertaking today, whatever steps that you will take for today, make sure that they are of good and light. Make sure they are of love and light. Use this power, over yourself, over your self-talk, and know that we're not exerting force over others today, but rather we are using and tapping into our inner strength and inner power to accomplish those things that we wish to set into motion today and going forward. So that is my opinion on what this looks like with the 2-2-2022. all right, so I'd like to welcome all of you into the live room today, Thomas and 100 Yard Alchemist. I love that name. Uh, <laughs> welcome, welcome. And if anybody has any questions that they want to submit today, please type them in or call in before I start with the agenda and the topic for today. Uh, the topic for today is the Pluto return Um, You may have heard a lot about this uh, in the media as of late, because this is going to take place on the 22nd. So now we're looking at 22 to 2022. All right, that's going to be another very powerful number. Again, uh, if we break that down, 22 cannot be reduced. It is a master number. So that would be 24 plus 6, which again leads us to the number 12 which is the the 12 breaks down to the 13 and the 12 is a master number in terms of the student and the teacher and the 12 is Um, also known as the sacrifice and the victim. So this is the number that represents when one is being sacrificed for the desires, intrigues, and plans of another. It represents knowledge and wisdom on both the spiritual and intellectual levels. So we want to make sure that the intellect is is, is not sacrificed to emotions and that the person seeking information will be illuminated on this particular day. So... Um, Again, education and enlightenment will end suffering. So it's interesting that that would happen to be the day of the Pluto return, according to Western astrologers. So let's go talk about the Pluto return. So uh, just a couple of things about the Pluto return. And that is... There's a lot of buzz going on around it right now. And so if we do focus it, uh, let's go look at this. What's happening in astrology? What's the big buzz? You know, many astrologers are talking about how the Pluto return is going to affect the United States. And it's been said that when Pluto returns after 248 years, it will make its mark around entering Capricorn um, again on on the 22nd of this month, uh, 10 degrees over here, Capricorn, what will happen is, and again, this is interpretation and this is speculation, is that there will be some sort of monumental event that could impact our structures, our government, our system, Uh, This could impact social situations, justice workers. It could impact socioeconomic issues. All right. Now, again, here's the thing. This is all really speculation based on historical incidents that happened 248 years ago. And so the popular and more well-known astrologers who have been doing this for many, many years, you know, have offered very interesting takes on this. So, um, again, without mentioning any particular names, there are the astro. all right, let me just go over here a little, let me take a side trip back. There are the astrological great names. These are astrologers who have been in the business, who have studied formally for many years. Some of these astrologers have been working over 40, 50 years, and they have, they, they have a very high standing in the astrological community. They're responsible for being the ones who write about the, um, who write the pro? Who help to write the programs for many of the astrology or the more popular astrology charts or uh, tra- astrology websites? These astrology big names are referred to and deferred to by online astrologers, uh, YouTube astrologers, writers working for media mag, you know, for ma- magazines that want to, and their audience. So they've got, you know, the idea is, well, let's get some sensationalism going on over here. So according to some of the major astrologers who really have studied this in depth, what happens in their opinion over here is that this summer could be, it could be a violent time in the middle of the Pluto return. And according to some of these great names, we they interpret Pluto as the destroyer and that it will actually destroy a form of government. Now, this is not to be... You know, don't go out there and being frightened and running around and creating havoc and chaos, because for all we know, this could be another one of those Y2K alarmists. Okay, we're governments are ending financial collapse, yada, yada. And that works really great for promoting hysteria. It works really great for sales. And um, we see this time and time again how during the when 1999 was going. Remember 1999 to 2000 Y2K com- computers were supposed to crash, bank accounts were going to get lost, so there was going to be major havoc. And then everybody woke up on January 1st of 20. 20- Uh, 2000, I was going to say 2020, you know, but everybody woke up on January 1st, the year 2000 and the banks were working and the computers were working and hello, nothing happened. But it was really great hysteria to watch the articles that were being written and all the talk and all the frenzy and people were moving their money out of the bank accounts and the stock market. So there was a lot of chaos happening during that time. Well, we had about 12 years of quiet until the whole thing started all over again with 2012, the Mayan calendar, the prediction the world is coming to an end. And again, the media and even spiritual people, New Agers, had a chance to really go full on after this, uh, hype it up, you know, people building you know the preppers building places underground to prepare for the the apocalypse and you know guess what happened nothing nothing i mean people made money in the stock market people made money selling supplies for the the end of the world the media made their money and you know people were profiting around this at all costs. And then other people were falling victim to the profits and really living in fear and desperation and anxiety. So now with that being said, here's my question to anyone listening to this podcast. Will you live in fear and anxiety because of a Pluto return on February 22nd? Will you live in fear and anxiety of what will happen with the government or what will happen with economic structures? Again, this is entirely up to you. You can live in that space and you can live in that dimension or you can just say, hey, you know, that's really fine. I'm going to be the observer of all of that phenomena, but I'm going to live over here. So want you to think back to 2008. 2008 was a time where many people suffered tremendously. And yet, there were other groups of people that were totally, totally unaffected by 2008 and did very well. So what was the difference between group A, who really had a very hard and difficult time, and group B? So, I believe it was consciousness. I believe it was where we put our energy, where we put our focus, where our belief systems live. It was consciousness. So people of a different consciousness were not affected by the events of 2008 whereas other people were. And so it's been this way throughout history. Um, stock market crash. Some people, we know what happened. And yet there were other people who did remarkably well during those years. I mean, that was the highlight of their empire. So again, we have to really start to take a look at quantum physics and the ancient teachings of as below, as above, so below. As within, so without. There is no other way to really, in my opinion, this is my opinion, but it's also based on science. There's really no other way to live your life other than realizing that it is your constant thought all day long that drives your reality and everything else becomes a reflection of the way that you perceive your life and you perceive your reality. So if you're going to be spending time now Um, the next few months preparing for a Pluto return, then you will have the results of the Pluto return, whatever that looks like for you in your world. If you've never heard of a Pluto return and you have no clue what's going on, obviously you're living in a different consciousness. You will, you know, will be totally, perhaps you'll be totally, totally unaffected by any of this. Now, One does not have to be waiting for astrology to see the quote unquote writing on the wall of what is happening in the political arena and happening in the world right now. This does not take brain science. It just takes awareness. And this is not something that's been happening, that's going to happen overnight. This has been something that's been going on for a very long time. And again, people call it the great shift, the shift in consciousness, the new earth, whatever you wish to call it. There is a consciousness happening, though, where more and more people are becoming conscious of what is going on and what is happening in their reality around them. And so, again, um, where we choose to reside is going to be entirely up to us. So, um Questions for anybody before I continue. Does anybody have any questions or comments or things they'd like to share? Because um, this is the time and the place for those questions before I continue. All right, anybody want to call in, ask, type in a question? You can type them into the into the chat over here, and then I'll be able to see and read them. I'll give you a moment. All right. No comments, no questions, nothing going on over here. Quiet group again today. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's talk a little bit about as above, so below, and the results that we're going to be getting. So if, again, quantum science has now proven this, that where we put our focus is what goes on around us. Even think about your own Let's look at your life right now. Take a look at the reticular activating system of your brain. So this is your brain's ability to focus in on certain things. So if I say to you right now, take a look around you and see all the gold things that you can spot. Well, you're going to look around your room. Or wherever you are, and you're going to look for golden things, things that are in gold. And gold is going to pop out at you all over the place. Um, I'm looking at lots of golden images right now where I am. But I'm going to ask you, when I ask you, how much red did you see at that moment? Well, you're going to stop and say, no, you know, while I was looking for gold, I did not see any red. I didn't notice anything. Well, that is the reticular activating system. And that is going on all the time. So it goes right back to the old quote. Energy goes Uh, Where energy flows, where attention goes. So wherever it is that you are putting your attention, that is where your energy is going. And wherever your energy goes, that's where your results are going to be. So now, how do you know where your energy is going? Well, number one, take a look around you, take a look at your circumstances, take a look at your health, take a look at your bank account, take a look at your life, and then start to assess, whoa, okay, this is good, check, this is good, check, this is not so good maybe no check. If it's not so good or it's not in the space that you want it to be, you may want to ask yourself, what am I thinking about that particular thing? What are my ongoing thoughts? So most people have ongoing thoughts about, you know, through my experience in doing psychic readings, it's usually the same three topics over and over again, which is the relationship sector. For some people, it's love and dating and marriage. For others, it's, oh, you know, it all comes down to the same thing, just depending on where where you are in your life. Other people are looking for divorce, but basically isn't it love and relationship? So love and relationship is one category. The second category that is always a question, no matter who's calling me for a session, is finance. Money is always a topic. It's rarely... topic with certain people though and that's we're going to talk about that i'm going to backtrack to that right now and then the third topic is health so in my readings i do not talk about health i don't go there and Um, And when I do, the only place I go to is as above, so below. What are your thoughts about your health? What are your thoughts about what's going on in your life? Because we do know that there is a direct connection between the mind and the body. The mind... Mind the body, the mind, the thoughts, creating chemicals that then run through your body, which then get to attack certain organs when those chemicals are driven constantly. So, that's a whole other conversation. And if you're interested in that, you can learn more about that from people such as Dr. Bruce Lipton, who talks about a lot of those things in his research on epigenetics. So Uh, That's a different conversation though right now. So now let's get back to people talking about finance and talking about relationships or talking about whatever it is that's on their minds. And it always comes down. It's like a loop. It comes down to the thoughts that they are constantly thinking, the internal dialogue that they're constantly running. A bill comes and they get anxiety in their stomach. They haven't even opened it yet. But that fear is there. It kicks into the body and the fear is, how am I gonna pay this bill? How am I gonna pay this bill? Where am I gonna get money from? So that continues to perpetuate the fear and it continues to perpetuate the loop of lack. Whereas people who have an abundance of wealth Do not look at it at all like that. There's no anxiety when they're opening up a bill because they know that they have to pay these bills because there were services that were provided for them. They may look to see how much they've spent on this particular service, only the anxiety that is going on in a person's body who does not have, there's not going to be lack in that body. It's just going to be a what so. And so that is basically what starts to drive people. It's your inner self-talk. And that gets right back to as above, so below. What you are thinking is driving your experiences. It drives what it is that you look at in life. It drives the way that you see life. It, it interprets your experiences for you. It is your perception. You will have everything out there reflected back is what you believe within. So again, the ultimate questions are, what will it take to change my belief system? And where do I start? Well, what it takes to change a belief system is conscious awareness. That's the first step. Like, okay, what do I believe? And how do you know what you believe? Take a look around you. If you believe that People can get, people get sick and people this and that. And, you know, as you get older, you get more aches and pains. You know, if that's one of your beliefs, that's going to be your experience. I remember many years ago, I was uh, friends with a woman who was in her 80s. She drove a John Deere tractor trailer around her four acre property. The woman took absolutely no medication whatsoever. And she was unbelievably healthy and agile. And if you had looked at her, if you had known her and you looked at her during that time, you would have said, whoa, um, this woman looks like she's 68 years young, but not a day over 68. And then again, very interesting things happened to her. By the time she was 85, she was living in a lot of here at that moment, because she truly, truly believed that in 2012, the world was going to end. And within four months, four months going from a healthy body, she create, uh, She was diagnosed with lung cancer and passed on Mother's Day with her family all around her. Coincidence? I think not. And I always look to her when I think fondly of her. I think back to all of the great lessons that she taught me about health and about thinking and about belief systems. We had some wonderful conversations about that. And she was a real living proof for me that when you fill your mind with healthy thoughts and you fill your mind with love and light and that you do get up in the morning and declare and create your day that today is going to be an amazing day. Today, something amazing is going to happen for me. I don't know what it is, but I'm really excited about it. That creates a whole new level of the outlook that you have for that day and approaching life you know it could be snowing outside it could be raining outside it could be torrential i don't know winds but if you're in the space that something amazing is going to happen and that you are divinely protected no matter what and you have that outlook and that belief system that you are divinely protected you are a child of the universe and that you this divine protection lives in and around you you'll be untouched. You will, you know, I think about some of the hurricanes pictures that we saw from Galveston once back in the day, there was a terrible, terrible hurricane. And all the houses were destroyed, except for one that was standing on stilts. And people had questions, how did this house stay upright on stilts during this great devastation? you know what, they probably really had a strong belief system that they were divinely protected. So with that being said, To sum the whole thing up for this call today, no matter what is going on in the universe out there in the circumstances around you, you can divinely protect yourself. You can choose where your focus and your attention will go. You can choose what kind of life you want to create for yourself through your awareness. Your circumstances are merely a reflection of what it is that you believe about life we all have circumstances. They're never going to go away. The question becomes, what will we do in the face of those circumstances? Who will we be in those circumstances? Will we be greater than our circumstances, or will we succumb to our circumstances? If you've never read Viktor Frankl's book, um, In Search of I think it was in I've, uh, the the name eludes me right now um, in search, the search for meaning of life. Uh, it's his experiences during world war II in a Nazi concentration camp. He was a psychologist. And again, he talks about who overcame those horrific circumstances and who didn't and fascinating book. It's a must read if you've never read it before. So I highly encourage people to go read that book and to take to take lessons from that. Again, will we be greater than our circumstances? The question is, can you be greater as an individual? Can you be greater than your circumstances? That's something to strive for and something to inquire about. And then you can look around at everything that's happening in the world and ask yourself, Who am I being? And am I greater than my circumstances? And you trust that you're divinely protected and you go forth in that space. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for your listening today. I really appreciate this. To learn more about myself and my work, head on over to www.leelymolina.com and check out my website, my programs, what's available for free. And I look forward to seeing you here next week with my guest, Terry Trespicio. And we're going to talk about her book that's come out called Unfollow Your Passion. So let's check that out next week with Terry. She'll be here live. And thank you, thank you, thank you, everyone, for being on this call. And I really do hope you go out there and create greater than your circumstances. Change the way you look at things and the things you look at change. That's what Max Planck said, um, our founder of quantum physics. All right. Blessings and love to all of you. Take care. Bye-bye.